0: Big footy blues, big footy blues, big
1: footy blues, can't a big footy blues.
2: And we're back again for another episode of the Big Footy Blues Podcast. This is totally off the cuff, totally impromptu. Uh, no fancy introductions, uh, none of the bells and whistles. We're just going to have a good old-fashioned conversation about Friday night when Carlton, 16-13, 109, defeated North Melbourne, 13-8, 86, with me to discuss the game. We have Bluebell, Shandog, Happy Dude and Mebby.
3: Guys, what a win.
0: Yay, we won. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Finally. Ooh, excited about that one. Oh, that How bad. good
4: is it to actually get to sing the song at the end of a game?
3: Oh, it was How lovely. Good... It was... And I even it... have
4: started singing it early because the g squad yeah. started singing it early and I never ever do this because yeah, I think I've it's a little that. bit arrogant and I'm always like it's not over till it's over, but it was over, let's be honest. <laughs> so I was <laughs> and I was there with a North supporter and he will never go to the football with me again. But I think we deserved it. It was we were in control from the start. It was amazing.
2: Yeah. Oh, why can't we play like that every week, you know? Mm. Just just running through the goals. Henderson, six. Waite, four. Gibbs, two. Singles to Yaron, Wood, Judd and Graham. And our best were Gibbs, Waite, Henderson, Simpson, Kurnow, Doherty, and Yaron.
1: But really, they were they were all great. Yeah, it was hard to um, pick the uh, the five votes in the uh, player of the, the year thread. I changed it about three times, I reckon, because everyone, a, lot, a lot of guys had a great game. Yeah. Um. Guys, can I
2: just dispel something straight away? I mean, who who amongst you thinks that I'm a jinx? Well,
4: <laughs> wouldn't I wouldn't admit do. to it. Uh, <laughs> I I called you out for being
2: a jinx, so. I uh, yeah I did I did say before the game I was so disappointed to see that Graham was going to be sub again, and I said, in a funny way, I'm hoping that you know maybe a little niggling injury to somebody so that G- Graham can get more than a quarter on the ground. Uh, as long as it was nobody really important and it wasn't a major inj- injury, well, I don't know. That's probably Everett's season finish, so um that Thanks. probably didn't didn't really fit my uh what I asked for, did it? So I don't. I don't. I, don't jinx. I tell you what, when Graham slotted that goal, he pulled off that shepherd and backed up for the that last from Simpson and slotted that goal from from out of the at uh, the pocket there. Um I thought Jinx be. <laughs> um, that's, what, <laughs> that, that, that's what that's what we wanted to see from the young guy.
4: Well, it's a bit—it's disappointing for Everett that Graham's awesome shepherd and goal had to come at his expense, and I'm pretty sad to see that Graham's out probably for the rest of the year because he's been—he's been really, really good for us, and that's probably two guaranteed goals each week gone. Um, but oh my God, can I just say, mine and Shandog's old mate Sam Rowe,
1: oh, just what a a man, what a
4: a man, what a game, Peter (laughs) who. Honestly, <laughs> I can't get enough of Sam Rowe at the moment. That was delightful.
1: Well, was our a... Petrie Petri problem
2: solved. We just need to solve the uh, Thomas problem.
1: Yeah. Mm. That was unreal. Really Thomas. Bloody Thomas <laughs> Seagull.
0: That was a great marquee talk,
4: but
0: yeah. He's still yeah. it. even Cunnington yeah. a few goals early, which I thought he played well too. But no, it was good that we persisted and as a team as well. Like there was not one player that didn't put in on Friday night, so it was great.
1: Mm. Even our Thomas was, um, he didn't have a whole heap of disposals, but his pressure and um, he was gut running all over the ground as well. I think he went, did he go at 100% disposal efficiency yeah. as well? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. He so he was hitting 100%. targets, you know, brilliant. Yeah.
0: I've watched him all year and off camera, he just does so much. So I guess it's hard to tell for those that only get to watch it on TV, but he's directing players here, there and everywhere. He's talking. He's hes actually been a brilliant pick up this year for us as much as he hasn't been damaging he hasn't been damaging in the sense of you know on the scoreboard and disposal wise but as a leader on the field he's been great
4: I think he's sort of even when he's not directing Mm -hmm. people but he's encouraging and he's he's you know giving them the little bum taps and and all that sort of thing and trying to he's always pushing them whereas we've kind of been a little bit silent on the ground over the last year or two with nobody really taking that role so Even though he's not in the leadership group, he still very much acts like a leader out there. And you all know I'm not Daisy's biggest fan, so for me to say that, it must be happening a lot.
3: (laughs) (laughs) One person that... That we haven't praised yet, that I reckon deserves it a bit for his first game back, um, back on the AFL field, coming in for us. Uh, when we picked him up, I had a bit of a, a knock on wood, but he was out there playing like a <laughs> you know, chip on his shoulder. Oh,
1: God. oh. jeez! Did,
3: did did it did it didn't didn't he probably... have a good game? He broke, broke even in the middle, and um, and yeah, he was a lot more damaging around the ground, even even slotted a few.
0: He was great. And wait, Jared Wade, what a game from him. Like, well,
2: that, I was about to say another late withdrawal and, um, and you know, McLean out and Wade in and we couldn't be happier about that.
4: Yeah. Wade's end to end football when he was you know, in the defensive 50 stopping yeah. a goal and then all of a sudden he's in our 50 kicking a goal just made me go, why couldn't you have done this? Your entire career, because he played an absolute blinder. Maybe, maybe at the age of 31, the message has gotten through.
2: Oh, well, better late than never, but can we just, can <laughs> we, can we just run through for, for a forward 19 disposals, 10 contested possessions, 11 marks, six contested marks is, is fantastic. 79% efficiency for Wadey is awesome. Six tackles and four goals won just to show what the work rate was like. And Hendo loves having Wadey out there.
4: Yeah, yeah. doesn't he? They They're just work mates, so well together. Yeah. And I mean, Casbolt wasn't—he didn't really have he didn't fire or anything like that. But we didn't need him to. It was. Oh.
1: He still takes their biggest defender as well. So Casbolt, even though he didn't kick goals and, and take big marks and all that sort of thing, still really, really important to the other two doing that. So that's yeah. great, definitely. It, it was good
3: to see Jammo fire up right at the end there, um, at, um, and go at Magic Door. Um, right at the end, you could even hear him on the yeah. like when I watched the highlight reel. You could hear him talking to him about, you know, obviously how he giving run him run a run. bit of a cheeky hit. Yeah, when he ran. It was just Hendo. nice
4: to to play four whole quarters. And I must admit, in the third quarter, when North like kind of got out of second gear that they'd been in for the game up till then, I was like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. But we we actually stopped it this time. We took we rest, wrestled control back mm. and. We were always going to win, and it's just so nice to think we've played a full game. Yeah, yeah, I was
0: relatively comfortable even when they fought back. I guess the kicking was a bit, you know, I thought, oh, God, don't kick yourselves out of it, Blues, because you've worked so hard and you really deserve the win. But, um, yeah, no, I was really comfortable. They controlled the game. They all, it was just, it was such a great effort.
2: Um, that, yeah. that, that, that end-to-end um, play that we referred to with, with Jared White, where he uh, took us... A, took a, a goal-saving mark in defence, and then went forward and kicked the goal just a minute later. Um, that the lead up to that play stemmed from two of our young guys, uh, Nick Graham did a you know little dinky um, kick inside off the side of his thing, boot, yeah. inside out kick off, out of Doherty, who, who, did a, who just summed it up immediately with weight streaming through the centre and a beautiful penetrating kick into the forward line. Um, I, I love seeing I love seeing the goal assist come from the young guys. Yeah, uh, they just um, you know we we're just the way they read the play and see it unfolding is uh is gives me a lot of heart.
4: And Jeez Louise Dockett is a good kick. He is. Oh, he is a beautiful kick.
3: Yep. Yeah. It was also good to see us. Um, like, I know we mentioned it when we talk about the St Kilda game was, uh, how long has it been since we've seen us physically bully another team? And we did it again. And that's good. Like, we were just physically at them all the time. and We didn't shy away when they try to bring it up to us, which is good to see. Um, even if we lose games, I want to see us sort of have that physicality again about us. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't, don't like seeing us, you know, sort of wither away and, run away with our tail between between our legs. And it, it's good that the last few weeks, even when we've been being beaten around the ground, that we've still brought it
1: up to the opposition. On that topic, yeah. though, does anyone think that Robinson's going to get uh, weeks for the hit? Yeah. Probably, probably one for his bad record will probably push him
3: over. Well, did, he didn't
0: make head contact, in I my opinion. I think there was opinion. a little I bit. I, I think He they... hit him high. He got him high. I, I,
2: I think he got him across the chest and the head contact came as he spun after the hit and, uh, and, and, and it hit, the head hit the Robo's back. So really. Robo sort of spun. That's, that, that was my, that was my initial. I mean, I haven't seen it broken down, uh, in slow motion. I just saw it on the night, but, um, I, I thought the head contact came, um, on his back, but they'll still say you chose the bump and, and somebody head got, got head contact, yeah. even Correct. if, even if it was, after the initial hit, it was a re, it was like a rebound contact, um, a ricochet contact. I, I think that they may say something, but you know what? Uh, that was that was fantastic. It was and I'm, not gonna, I'm, not, I'm not gonna I'm not going to hang Robinson for that, and and the way him and Bell were in there um, tackling and putting that uh, putting that pressure on, and the way they were hitting, um, you know, it's it's set us up perfectly.
4: And Graham as well. Graham's aggression um, was pretty good, and Simon White too, who always is like a little bit cheeky and aggressive it's nice to as you said happy dude actually impose physically on a team yep but I don't know who yeah I don't know about Robbo but we'll see how we go
2: the biggest story on the night uh, almost wasn't the win it was um, Troy Menzel Um, and fortunately um, we've got some good news to report out of that because he's um, he's uh, sustained some bone um, bruising when we thought he may have done his knee so um, yeah but uh, all that guys uh, you know um, Zach Tui seems to have found a little bit of form again.
1: Yeah, he's getting pretty yeah. consistent, actually. He's, mm. he's having some good games. Uh, he's strung about three or four of them together, you know, um, maybe even a little more. He hasn't stood out, but he's he's been doing well. Yeah, that's,
0: that's on Friday. And...
4: Oh, he was brilliant.
3: One thing North Melbourne were doing to Simo real early, um, I noticed it um, as well, was uh, they kept corralling him to try and kick off his right foot. He's left-footed, I believe, and um, they kept trying to make him kick off his wrong foot, and I thought early on that they they sort of had him figured out, but uh, no, nah, he he kept kept at it and eventually, yeah, beat them and worked out you know when the handball when he expected it and could work around it after like you know halfway through the second quarter and he really turned it on for the rest of the game.
4: Well, he was on Triple M yesterday and they were saying to him like, um, we couldn't understand why North Melbourne let you get so much space. Like he was he was on his own quite a bit. He was yeah. just all of a sudden Simo's got the ball again. Um, And, yeah, and he's like, oh, neither could I. And just sort of laughed it off. But I thought it was, yeah, it was interesting how when he started, when he had such an impact, they didn't seem to make many positional changes, North Melbourne, to try and stem the flow. But I mean, that's fine with me. That's their problem to work out. But yeah, it was bizarre.
2: Just, um, just, just returning back to Cameron Wood for a second. Um, and I guess the, the merits of, uh, Wood versus Warnock, um, I mean, I, I guess we've been crying out to see uh, Wood, Wood uh, went back in defence and took a, took a mark back there, and uh, he took contested mark up forward. Um, he's, he had uh, three contested marks, which is, you know, I don't know that Robbie will take three contested marks in a season. Yeah, <laughs> uh, going to say that. Yeah, and look, we did lose the hitouts. But it, it didn't seem like we were suffering, you know. We squared the clearances. Uh, yes. we, we, we won the centre clearances quite easily. Um, so it didn't seem like we were suffering that much from it. And I think um, hit-outs and even hit-outs to advantage, uh, with the way midfielders are so professional and, and sort of holding their man and guarding space in the centre there and shepherding for each other and uh, reading the the, play, the Reading the ball off the hands of the opposing ruckman, I don't think it's as big as an issue as we think. And Absolutely, I'm just wondering whether Warnock's sort of like ten years behind his time. Mm-hmm. You know, you know something. His style of play might have been better suited around the. You know.
0: Well, I was
4: at the VFL yesterday, and Warnock played, and I'm pretty sure Cameron Wood will be playing against Freo for us. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he didn't. He he wasn't bad. Okay, like he took marks. He worked around the ground a little bit more than what he normally does, but I mean, he was getting frogs cheered from day, day dot. He took, I reckon he took about six marks, but I mean, he should be dominating if he's playing in the VFL. And I still didn't feel like he dominated. The other VFL ruck was pushing him under the ball and like just sort of bodying him out of the ways, which was disappointing. So I'm pretty sure Wood is safe.
2: Well, I mean, Wood only had 10 disposals himself, and, you know, Warnock's done that. So it's not like he's getting more of the ball, but it just seems that he's, uh, having more impact around the ground. Yeah. So he's actually, he actually knows where to go and uh, to where to use his big body to, uh, to maximum effect, um, you know, and where the, you know, sort of reading the, I guess reading where the ball's going to drop, you know, um.
1: It's it was just very effective.
2: Yeah, that's it. I mean, well, yeah, 90, percent efficiency, and, um, Seven marks, so he's, he's providing a, a bit of an out. And I actually noticed at one point um, in defence where we were prepared to trip a uh, chip across the ground to to Wood. Mm. Now we would never use yeah. we would never use Robbie in that way. Um, <laughs> exactly, good. they kind
4: of used him as a link up player mm. in, yeah. in in a couple of yeah. moments, and you would never see Robbie Warnock even positioned in the right place to be able to attempt to use him like that. <laughs> well, that,
2: that, that that's a great, that's that's well summed up too. Actually, that's you express that better than I could. Um, exactly we we you need the Ruckman to become part of that chain um so you're not not playing one man down all the time and, and wouldn't right. know how to do that and and did, i liked it i liked it when he um got his skates on to uh chase down boomer Harvey. yeah yeah a little did bit speed there a bit of toe yeah That was
0: so, nice
2: and and he's no longer a, he's no longer that punchline like he was when we first picked him up um, even, even some Collingwood supporters are going, you know what? I always thought he had talent and maybe he's just starting to grow into his body and sort of, you know, he's got his in the right shape and stuff. And they're all also wondering. They were, they were sweating on that game so that they could laugh at Wood making know, a fool of himself.
1: And, and but-
2: he didn't. And now they're all sitting there going, oh, well, you know. Um mm-hmm. it, it, it's the joke's not on us
1: anymore. Oh, I did see what the is... very first baller, sorry, maybe the very first ball up at the start of the game, I think it was. I'm pretty sure he went up with the opposition ruckman and ended up landing flat on his backside <laughs> and I went, yeah. Oh no <laughs> But obviously he worked his That's way to okay. the
4: game. <laughs> I was reading up a little bit about Cameron Wood um from when he was at Collingwood and i from what i can understand his biggest problem there was his work rate he didn't really put in the effort to get to the contest and that sort of thing and um that's what most people had an issue with so judging by his game on friday night his work rate obviously isn't an issue anymore he's expressed that he's really grateful to Mick for giving him another chance and like basically saying giving him a lifeline when nobody else was interested so i think that's not something that we'll need to worry about
2: mm. So it's, uh, it seems that Carlton are going to play, have a little bit of nuisance value in the next five weeks.
0: Good. I hope they bloody beat Frio. Well, so,
2: someone
3: said we can still make finals. Uh, <laughs> I, I, well, <laughs> I, I reckon our chance of beating Frio went out the window when St Kilda beat them last night. Yeah, time. No, I, now. I
0: couldn't believe it when I saw the scores this morning. I thought, damn you. <laughs> we play soon be well, though.
3: Yeah, but they'll want blood in front of their home crowd.
2: Well, if we're upsetting, you know, we beat Adelaide, we are beaten North Melbourne, um, we're, we're a pretty good chance of beating Gold Coast, I would think. Uh, I, yeah. I hate the idea that we're beating everybody that uh, gives that allows Essendon into the finals. So we're yeah. going to have we're going to well, have then, we're going to have to beat them too.
3: Yeah, that's what I reckon. I reckon it, it's like, a deal. I'm telling people, I'll I'll be happy with this season and last season if we knock Richmond out from ninth and knock Essendon out of the finals. Like uh, besides winning grand finals, that's probably the best footy thing mm. to get for me. Very vindictive. Yeah. <laughs> um I got a
2: lot of pleasure out i got a lot of pleasure out of uh upsetting uh the commentary team and the panel for Friday Night football and the likes of David king and yeah you know him thinking that we're going to get smashed and and whatnot um I, I got a lot of pleasure out of that
4: I haven't watched the replay yet oh well are they really anti Carlson or
2: well no, no obvious nobody gave Carlton a hope um they were all. They were pretty. Yeah, they were pretty. Andy Carlton and, and even King, I think, uh, about early got all night. Even after the game, is oh yeah, Carlton did well. But the story is really about North Melbourne, you know. So he he, he doesn't he doesn't right. want he doesn't want to uh, give much credit to Carlton at all.
4: Well, I think it's quite fair to say that, like, we won that game. You know what yeah. I mean? You know some games yep. where it's like, oh no, the other team lost. Like we definitely won. We beat them. We controlled it the whole time, and we deserve it. So everyone <laughs> should give us an apology for not even thinking that we could do it, or would even come close. Mm.
2: I'm only upset that St Kilda upstaged us uh, for the you know the story of the week. So. Mm-hmm. Oh well.
1: <laughs> Imagine if GWS had won as well. <laughs> well, oh, <yeah. laughs>
4: then, it,
2: then it would just be a weekend of aberrations, and we wouldn't get any credit
1: whatsoever. Yeah, to be honest, true. I
4: was hoping GWS would win
1: though.
4: Yeah, go Melbourne and go the
3: Bulldogs mm.
1: today. <laughs> hey like Boyd to looked, looked alright too, well. didn't he? Yeah, he kicked
3: a couple of goals late. Mm.
4: He'll be kicking goals for us next year, hopefully. Yeah.
3: We go after his brother Tim Boyd. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs>
2: i to, oh, I'm totally oblivious. Oh, it's a yeah, happy that's
3: happy that's dude right. typo. Okay. Said, get right. Tim Boyd <laughs> Yeah, I so said we should go after Tim Boyd and then everyone started <laughs> quoting me saying, Who is that guy? Can he play football? Is he any good? <laughs>
2: <laughs> can, can, can he be um can, can he be recruited after one year? After yes. one, yeah. Can, no,
3: you
0: can, you just can't delist them. If he's happy yeah. to trade, only if he's happy to be traded because he's still in contract, obviously. So yeah, yeah.
3: It, it'll be a Nathan Buckley situation. Get drafted by Brisbane, even though I only want to play for Collingwood to win premierships. Except hopefully without the ironic leaving the team to play against the team who actually won the flags. <laughs> now we haven't actually spoken about Bryce Gibbs,
2: who was possibly um right up there first or second for the best on ground for us, probably. Mm.
4: I know, but it's sort of, this is bad, but I'm sort of coming to expect it from him now. So he's <laughs> spoiled over the last few weeks, and we've had good Gibbs, or well, awesome Gibbs. Um, and so now I'm like, well, you should just do that every week, Gibbs. Mm. Is, you is know, it,
3: know what I think? I think it's the hair and the headband, like.
1: <laughs> Samson Power? I, I,
3: I yeah, I, I, hated it. Um, like, I think it looks stupid, but, I don't know, he's out there, he's doing well. So he, he, can, he can get hurly hair for all I care. you going to make him play well. No,
4: no, he can't. Dennis
2: Armfield is rocking the Pat Rafter yesterday in the BFL, and it made me feel sick. Uh-huh. Um, it's those two snap goals. Wow. Yeah, they fantastic. I mean, how, how quick were they? Great. Great. And and, um, and I'm just noticing the way he's using his size and muscling his way through the opposition now, mm. he's, he's actually he actually got some strength there, and uh,
3: he's actually playing like a big-bodied mid. I remember someone saying a couple of years ago on, I think it was before the game or something, they were asking about playing on Bryce Gibbs and they said when it comes to, when the ball's in the air and you're playing on him one-on-one, you just can't beat him, like he can position himself and hold his ground really well, and I I remember thinking at the time, I haven't really noticed that but that was a a couple of players saying that that's how they feel about when they get lined up on him, is when it comes to the ball being in the air one-on-one, he can out-muscle them and really outwork them to get the ball to land where he needs it to
2: Yeah, 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 absolutely all right. Uh, any more thoughts on the game?
4: Um, just that Murphy, I think, is going from strength to strength each week as captain, and it's great to see. That's probably it. I know at the start of the year, everyone was sort of questioning him as a captain, and I think like he's doing a bang-up job and he should get some credit
0: for it.
2: Well, I noticed that um, when there's a, any sort of um, confrontation in our goal square or we have a free kick, get a shot at goal, and um, the opposition like to get in our faces and try to suck us into getting it reversed, Mm. Uh, and um, there was one such situation, I think Jamo was down there, um maybe when Jamo was protecting uh was was flying the flag for Hendo, it might have been then, and Murphy was the one that came along and sort of got him between the two and sort of pushed Jamo away and you know like no, no he was the he was the voice of reason in there sort of thing, don't do anything stupid, so he's 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 growing into that cap and seek, you know,
1: so good on him good. and uh props yeah, to I Kurno have... as well, yeah, oh, Kurno did well,
4: yeah, he played a good game. His yeah. turnovers still kill me.
1: <laughs> yeah, they yeah. do.
4: Every time. And when he was lining up for that goal, when he got the free, oh. I thought, oh, God, oh, he's let's... the last person I want kicking for a bloody goal. But, you know, whatever. He does, he plays his role.
1: Yeah. His good workout does the, the bad stuff. I mean, keeping well, Harvey's and stuff have... all.
4: Yeah, but we just can't have too many on the team. Absolutely,
2: well. yeah. That's right. You get an, you get another couple in, and suddenly you want to hang them all. You have yeah. one, one or two in there. You go, no, I can live with that. Yeah, you just need
4: someone running behind him all the time to get a quick handful.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so and, and, hey, and, and, and don't we look quick once we, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, so it's. You know, we think we need that outside run, and we start looking to the draft and who we can get. You know, where we can get some foot speed from, and it um, it, it just comes down to how you're using the ball and and being smart about knowing when to go and when not to. Yeah. And, uh, and it makes you makes you look like you're, you're five metres quicker than you are.
1: Yeah. And we looked quick without Walker and without Buckley as well, and they are quick. So yeah. you That's know, true. maybe those slower midfielders that we've got coming through, like uh, Nick Graham and and Patrick Cripps and stuff, aren't going to be the the massive negative that that some people think it might be
2: yeah yeah and uh I, I guess with that in mind Chris, Chris Yaron had another good game, so yeah so um we we're, we're not going to uh do another podcast this week this is it this is uh this is our water cooler talk uh fresh so the the game was fresh in our minds um we've got the week off weekend off, and um we'll come back uh, next week so we can talk about the Frio game and whatever is happening around the club but uh um Apart from that, um, that's all we've got for you this week. Good talk. So, yeah, yeah good talk, everybody. Um, hit the showers. Thanks, thank, <laughs> thanks to everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 hit the towel. Just stop slapping me on the ass with your towel. <laughs> <laughs> Please leave me alone, guys. I'm going
0: what? to a different change
2: room. <laughs> <laughs> something, something tells me we just found a title. But um,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, until next week, see you later, everybody. See you guys good See good ya. I'm yeah. sorry.